Hello, everybody. Welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. You got Massey. You got Mike. We are back this week. And guys, we got an action-packed podcast. Obviously, there's a lot going on in our nation. We don't need to reiterate that. So next week, what we're going to be talking about is, so you want to tune in. This one, we're going to cover a lot of facts and figures. What's been going on? Give us the real deets kind of uh, scenario, correct? And then we're going to walk into what COVID statistics look like. Why is there so much information out there, whether for or against uh, vaccines or yeah. the masks and all these things? There's a ton of information out there, right? We can all agree with that. But also, too, why is there so much different information and what to believe, right? But next week, if you guys tune in, we're going to talk about what's, the, what's America going to be like if Joe Biden is the president. Yeah. And we're going to have to prepare for that. What does yeah. that look like as liberty-minded people? What does that look like as Americans? What does that look like as a Christian? Uh, all that stuff. So, guys, again, if you want to go to theselfevidenttruth.com, uh, you guys can go online, uh, sign up as one of our patrons. You can put down your email and you can receive a, a, a basically a functional newsletter email once a month. Also, if you guys want to become monthly sponsor you guys can become a torchbearer which you can do that at 1776truth.store 1776truth.store you guys can get this fine merchandise i'm wearing on my head mike has a shirt on that is part of our base and we're actually coming up with three new t-shirt designs and two new hat designs and a whole sticker line so that's going to be fun man we're going to yeah. be doing a lot of cool uh because we're turning 1776truth into a, a full-blown merchandise site so we're really excited about that so tune in we got a lot of fun things but mike What's the haps, baby? What are we doing? Oh, man. We are getting started on all of this stuff. Uh, the word of the month is election. <laughs> yeah. Or lawsuits. Or lawsuits, yes. <laughs> I think Lawsuit that's, that's the word, right? <laughs> and it's, I, I made a joke before. It's kind of like napalm and nom, right? This is just scorched <laughs> earth pro process right now. Lawsuits everywhere. Everywhere as far as the eye can see. Everywhere. Everywhere. So we will be covering that. However, we are going to do some news bits. We're going to cover some stuff that's been going on in the country because you guys got to get caught up on the news, Word. right? You don't hear enough of it 24-7 from C CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all of those guys. CNN. Yeah, So you guys ready to get into it? Everybody ready? You ready? Am I ready? I'm ready. So let's do this. Okay, let's go to slide number one. So we are going to talk about a study that actually just came out. Johns Hopkins University, a Dr. Genevieve Briandant, Briant, Dr. Genevieve, <laughs> she has published a new study, which of course it's already catching flack, but what this study does, and right now it's going through its paces. So it's going through scrutiny, it's going through peer review. I'd like to wait and see what happens with this process. Now, this process can end up getting political, unfortunately, but we'll wait and see, we'll see what happens. But I thought this was really interesting. What she discovered, mind you, Johns Hopkins University, this isn't Joe2482 on YouTube with 14 subscribers, this is a John Hopkins University doctor. Her study shows that, in fact, COVID-19 has had relatively no effect on death rates in the U.S. Instead, total deaths actually mirror a normal season. There's only been a death spike of about 11,000 deaths compared to the last spike of 2018. Now, this is proportioned out, right, in terms of ratio. But what she noticed was that stuff like heart disease had gone down. And other illnesses that normally kill have gone down. Those rates have gone down. So if you were to actually see a COVID spike, a real COVID legit pandemic, one. legit, 
all the numbers should go up. So heart disease shouldn't go down and COVID just cover, cover the difference. It should all spike yep. upwards, right? Um, now, part of what's going on with that, which the CDC already recognized, they recognized 94% of COVID deaths were due to comorbidities. And even something completely unrelated, like in Florida, when a guy crashed his motorcycle, died, had COVID, so they counted it as a COVID death. Um, this is this type of stuff you have to be aware of. Originally, the CDC, and, and I, I'm sure if you looked it up on archive, you could find it. But I remember checking this out on the website. And what they were telling doctors was basically, if they show some symptoms, go ahead and mark it down as COVID. At this point, we're just going to throw COVID on there. And what she did is she went through all the data. And let's go to slide two. And this graph was actually created by the CDC. It shows deaths have pretty much stayed consistent and the normal growth of population can account for that slow and steady increase. Now you'll notice there's a spike, but notice the difference between the two spikes, about 11,000 or so. So this, this information, this study, um, the, there was a student who was writing about it in the Johns Hopkins newsletter. They wrote, the CDC classified all deaths that are related to COVID-19 simply as COVID-19 deaths. Even patients dying from other underlying diseases but are infected with COVID-19 count as COVID-19 deaths. Stop for a second. Think about this. Asymptomatic or traces of the virus left over or symptomatic yet symptoms are completely easy, benign, simple cold, that kind of thing that's still getting marked as COVID-19. This person continues, this, their name is Gu, uh, their last name. This is likely the main explanation as to why COVID-19 deaths drastically increased while deaths by all other diseases experienced a significant decrease. If the death toll was not misleading at all, what we should have observed is an increased number of heart attacks and increased COVID-19 numbers but a decreased number of heart attacks and all other death causes doesn't give us a choice but to point at some type of misclassification. And so as we're looking through all this information, we're trying to figure out where to go, what to do, are lockdowns necessary, are they not, are mass mandates necessary, are they not? The information is really important and there's a lot of information going on swirling around. The problem you run into is you get a lot of people who say, oh, 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 no, no, that's misinformation. That's wrong. Even Johns Hopkins newsletter took the, the article out and basically said, oh, this, this study doesn't count because it wasn't using raw numbers. And so therefore it doesn't count. Watch for that stuff because what happens is information that goes against the narrative ends up getting pushed under the rug you can't get rid of bias we all have confirmation bias we do we all have it massey and i oh, have it everybody bro. else has it <laughs> everybody's got a bias even the, the 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 liberal one has a bias against conservatives i mean that's just ridiculous to say and then they call it unconscious like i'm supposed to know that i have it even though unconscious means i'm not conscious that i have it so obviously there's something off there's something a little wrong here and guys, the, the bottom line is this whole election thing, um, for the most part to me, um, has been kind of, uh, you know, the COVID thing, the whole election thing, just been huge distractions about liberty. Mm -hmm. I think that's been the greatest thing here is it's distracted us from liberty, real liberty, but it has woken us up to what real liberty is too. Yeah. I think this whole, this whole thing, this whole COVID thing woke people up. 
it really did. It was like, wait a second, wait, wait. Since when could the government mandate me to do something? Yeah. Right. That doesn't even make any sense. So, and and that's one of those things where you have to have those battles and understand the full argument because if you don't know, you know, like like scripture says, you know, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So if you don't have knowledge about the thing, if you don't understand the full picture of it, it's much easier for you to just submit. There's a large percentage of people who really think COVID has killed 30 million people. And so if, if you think this thing has killed 30 million people in the U.S., well, of course you're scared. Of course you don't know what's going on. Right. You know, especially young people. And, and I've talked to people who have kind of pushed back on young people. And when they've started to explain it to them, they just didn't realize you're okay. Like you don't have to be scared that if you catch it, you're automatically going to die. But what happens is that fear gets stirred up. So then you yeah, give but up your you liberty. Ever, but everything's a constant fear now. You catch yeah. it and it's like, oh my gosh, report it. Dude, you're going to live. It's going to be okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think we've all worked on the, uh, you know, the way we can cure it and all these other things too. So it's like, Again, we talked about this last week. Why would I take a vaccine that's 90% proof when I can just overcome it with 98% <laughs> of the result? Almost 99%. It's funny because a friend of mine uh, hit me up from, from uh, my old high school a while ago. She hit me up and she said, um, you know, Massey, uh, in Sweden, everybody's got these things wrong. Everybody's got it wrong about Sweden. And I'm like, okay, please explain. She said, oh, my gosh, there's a huge spike in deaths. There's a huge spike in this and such and such. And so she, she kind of went on her thing. And so I looked it up. There's been 200, over 200,000 cases. I think it was like 200-something thousand cases in Sweden. 6,500 deaths out of 10 million people. Yep. And I did the math for her, and I was like, that's the outbreak, huh? And she didn't respond. And, and just to go farther with that, a lot of people will say, well, Sweden's middle of the pack. You know, there's other countries around them, like Norway and Finland, who they're doing better than Sweden. Norway and Finland had, had less in terms of restriction. Finland? Finland had less in terms of restrictions than Sweden did. So you can't really use exactly, that Exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, you know, we, we tried quarantining those who were vulnerable. Nobody said to quarantine the vulnerable. We said quarantine the sick. Yeah, yeah. So they had that little backwards, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, obviously, again, a lot of information out there. But who knew? COVID cured the flu. <laughs> and heart disease. And, and heart pneumonia. Disease. Yeah, yeah. And, and cancer. Yeah. <laughs> and car wrecks. <laughs> yes. You crash your motorcycle. It'll be COVID that kills you. <laughs> we fixed it. Yeah, we fixed it with a virus. That's all we had Who'd to do, guys. That's all we had to do. <laughs> um, so moving on, next news bit. I don't know if you guys heard about this, and I thought this was interesting, especially in the the last weeks or last months of supposedly the Trump administration. Okay, let's let's assume Trump lost and Biden won. Okay, just for the sake of games. All right. It's interesting that all of a sudden, and let's go to slide three, an Iranian nuclear scientist is assassinated. Okay, I'm going to try this, Massey. You go ready? for it. Go for it. Mozen Fakhriziadeh. What are you? Mahabadi. Watch your mouth. Sorry. Sorry. Mozen Bleepin Mahabadi. <laughs> he, was, he was killed in a car. Following an explosion in the machine gun fire. So basically what happened, there was an explosion up ahead. The car stopped and a couple of guys on a motorcycle ended up riddling the car with bullets. Um, 
a lot of people are pointing to Israel. Now, here's here's the interesting thing. Israel and America talk a lot about what they're doing, especially in terms of Iran. So it's not like America had no clue this was right. going to happen. Right. America has been silent. All the intelligence agencies have been silent. Israel's been silent. Iran has vowed revenge. It's just something I wanted to point out because I think it's kind of interesting that, hey, this happened, especially when we're we're in the throes of an election. Right, 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 and, right. You know, and there's a couple of different theories. Some people think, hey, Trump's trying to basically scorch earth the whole situation. So if Biden gets in, they can't go back to a nuclear deal with Iran. Um, others say they're just trying to clean up shop so Iran can't continue the nuclear. Some say Israel's on their own, doing their own thing, and America's Boy, just like. And the ones that it. believe Trump won, and, and the ones that believe we shouldn't wear masks are the conspiracy theorists, right? Mm -hmm. They're just pulling crap out of thin air oh, here. Yeah. And I said Anything. crap. <laughs> I said it. That's all right. I said bleeping. So. <laughs> <laughs> I said crap. Dang it. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens with this. I am too. Um, just to see what the fallout is. Boy, that sounds bad. I'm interested to see how much fallout there is. On no, 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 <laughs> no, no. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it's it's something that could have some ram ramifications. And of course, yeah. now in American politics, everybody's chosen their side, and it just happens to split down the political divide. You get guys like Brennan and other. Other yep. Democrats coming out and saying how horrible this was and how awful. And then Republicans shooting back. Well, you didn't care when Obama was doing it. So um, <laughs> it never it never wins, does it, dude? Never. It just continues. It just Word. continues. Word. So we'll keep an eye on it. We'll let you know if anything else happens with it. Um, you ready to get into the meat of this? Yeah, let's get into that. I mean, guys. I'm just as embarrassed as talking about this as everyone else is. Yep. It's ridiculous. I mean, the only thing that's going to work, if, if, if Trump really takes this to the Supreme Court, that's the only thing right now that is going to win. That's it. He takes us to court. He's got it. Because there's obviously, all, I mean, there's counties that registered 718% of voters. There's something off with this, right? Yeah. I mean, there's obvious something went wrong, right? Now, I'll say this to you guys. If we think that this is the first time a, a voter fraud ever happened, Come on, come on. No, right? It's just being exposed right now and it's in the forefront. And there's two ways this is going to go. One, if Trump doesn't win, right? Let's just go with a, a scenario here. And voter fraud doesn't get exposed. You can almost guarantee that the election system from here on in is going to get screwed up. Yeah. The, you can almost guarantee it's going to be messed up from here on in. And and I really do kind of sit on the on the side of if let's say it's true biden gets away with it biden gets in um there will probably never be a republican pe president again probably not probably or conservative not. we should yeah. say because yeah. republicans would get in if they're more yeah. left they're, they're, they're more throw, centrist they yeah throw romney in. right 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 and they would they would because the agenda would still get across it would appease the the, the voter base and all that stuff right mm -hmm. or b if it gets exposed I can promise you they're going to go after the Electoral College. They're going to yep. try to upend everything, guys. Yep. And listen to me. And you guys know our stance here. We're not a two-party system. Type. We're, not a, we're not Republicans. We're not Democrats here. I want you, you guys should already know that by now. What we wanted was a fair election. We believe Trump won. There's no question. But, I mean, the way that was going that night, the way that the, the votes were going, the way that the numbers were going, all of a sudden Georgia pulls out at 9 at, nine at night. Uh, we're just yeah, counting the morning. Sorry, we'll yeah, we're just counting the morning. Yeah. I mean, as if to say we didn't know that election night would be long. Which isn't it funny that 
all the past elections seemed to go pretty smooth through the night. This seems like the first election where several states on their own decide, yeah, we'll we'll just stop for a couple hours and exactly. we'll pick it up at 4 a.m. No, no, yeah. And, and again, again, this isn't the first time this has happened. We're not saying that, that this is the only time it's happened. Of course, it's happened before, right? But let's be real. Like, if Joe Biden went, if, if he did really win, we'll know by the final count. Yeah. We'll know. There's a recount because those states were close. That's the bottom line, right? Well, and and we'll know if if these lawsuits and everything don't, if if they lose on the merit of the lawsuit, um, and I think that'll only happen win or lose in the Supreme Court. Yes, um, and we're gonna look. Let's go to slide four. We're gonna look at some of these court so we're decisions. Not, okay, what's that? Sorry. Okay, I'm on a different number. Okay, slide four. So some of these court decisions. So there was a decision that uh, the third court circuit court of appeals threw out the Trump campaign's yeah. lawsuit. Um, now this can be kind of confusing because it's like, oh, well, so that means they're done in Pennsylvania. They're not done in Pennsylvania. There's other stuff going on, which I'll explain, but I wanted to read this actual opinion to you. Decision states, the Trump presidential campaign asserts that Pennsylvania's 2020 election was unfair, but as lawyer Rudolph Giuliani stressed, the campaign doesn't plead fraud. This is not a fraud case. Motion to dismiss HR numbers instead it objects that pennsylvania's secretary of state in some counties restricted poll watchers and let voters fix technical defects in their mail-in ballots it offers nothing more this case is not about whether those claims are true rather the campaign appeals on a very narrow ground whether the district court abused its discretion in not letting the campaign amend its complaint a second time it did not most of the claims in the second amended complaint boil down to issues of state law. Mm. But Pennsylvania law is willing to overlook many technical defects. It favors counting votes as long as there is no fraud. Indeed, the campaign yeah. has already litigated and lost many of these issues in state courts. Now, here's the thing. If I remember correctly, the one who wrote this was a Trump appointee. So before we start going with torches and pitchforks... <laughs> We have to decide, okay, is the judge correct? That's right. Now, what the judge was saying is basically, look, Pennsylvania state law is really loose on being able to shore up technical issues and problems and errors. And there is nothing in the Pennsylvania state law about how close poll watchers must be able to get. There's no specific distances, stuff like that. What he was also saying is, look, Trump campaign, their fight, was about a lawsuit technicality. Right. Guess what? You don't get that technicality. That's you didn't prove your technicality. But beautifully, if you're a Trump fan, however, later on November 27th, Pennsylvania legal update, Judge McCullough, okay, different court, issues hugely, hugely, huge, Big, bigly, bigly, favorable, <laughs> favorable opinion of note. The Commonwealth barred from taking the Commonwealth is barred from taking any further steps to certify results. Okay, so Bam. this is different court. They're not allowed to certify results, at least as far as this judge says. Issues raised found to be of statewide and national concern. Yep. And there's a likelihood to succeed on the merits. So the injunction to stop certification of the results, that happened. So some other court stuff, They this is why we were talking about it's, it's just chaos of lawsuits. 
because there's a lot of lawsuits going on. Yep. So they lost one, but they won another. Yeah. So at least they've they've put in an injunction, stop certification process to buy themselves a little more time to figure out how they're going to approach this. Yeah, isn't it December 14th is when the electors have to have their votes in, right? I so they got a little so, bit yeah. of time, yeah. right? Brian Moriarty just said this. He said this. The entire pandemic shifted the selection by allowing voter by mail options, yep. vote by mail options where IDs did not need to be uh, verified and a massive voter fraud uh, could occur. Of course, yeah. uh, there were certain counties, I believe, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, they sent out less ballots than br were, were brought in. Yeah. Um, so there's just a lot of that stuff we already know. And guys, it was a really good way to, to have a diversion. The only way you can really do stuff like this is fear. We talked about this a little bit last week. But think about this. They had to use fear in order to get the agenda across. If they had to use fear or if they could use fear, that means it would paralyze people. And then they would say, yeah, who cares? I, I still got to vote, though. So it doesn't matter how it goes. I'll just go vote because of fear. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, hey, it's OK. Just come and vote. You know what I mean? And, and, and obviously you see what can happen. Guys, I find it funny. Hear me out on this. I find it funny that as a Hispanic, right, my, my, my own parents are for not for illegal immigration. They're, they're not for amnesty because they did it the right way. Okay. Neither am I. I believe if you're here legally, there's something should be done about it. Right. But they keep telling us there's nothing we could do about all the illegals. We just have to give them amnesty. But man, this whole mandating vaccines and masks and all stuff, aren't they on top of you about it? Aren't they on top of you about it? Here, if you're having Thanksgiving dinner, you got to rat out your neighbor. <laughs> but we can't control other problems in America. We can't control. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the hunger problem in America, yeah. we can't see what I'm saying. It's an agenda driven thing. How can we can shut down churches, but, and we have to make sure that the churches are shut down, but we can let illegal, illegal immigration happen. Do you remember like last year? That was a huge issue. Yeah. Huge issue last year, last election as well. Why, why aren't we talking about that anymore? Yeah. Because if, if Biden gets in, it's going to get even worse. Uh-huh. That's something I've noticed too. And, and there, the whole caravan issue, you remember the whole caravan oh issue? Oh my gosh. And Trump put his foot down and said, no, we're not doing these caravans. Mexico, Mexico, you better not let this happen or else there's going to be trouble. And now all of a sudden it's quiet and there's actually been an uptick in illegal border crossings. Why? Because people figure, which the Biden campaign has even come out and said, we're interested in doing amnesty. We're, we're going to toy around with the idea. So Oh, 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 watch this. Martha O'Brien said this. And thank you for your comment, Martha. She's yeah, she's from Massachusetts. Um, and guys, put down where you're at, uh, where you're from right now. We'd love to know where you guys are listening from. Uh, she said, I hate to say this, but sometimes I feel a pandemic was engineered from the beginning. Now, <clears throat> there's two schools of thought on that, right? Yeah. Because everybody says, oh, my gosh, that's conspiracy. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that because nobody can deny the virus is real. Nobody can deny that you get sick from this thing or it's a virus of some kind, right? But the mass hysteria that was created, I believe, was what was engineered. Yeah. The virus is real. Uh, you know, Jared had it. I had it. You had it. I mean, that crap was real. Yeah. We, we, we were sick, right? But the mass hysteria that was generated, I think, was what was engineered. And why I say that is because, again, they could not shut down entire businesses, systems. And I find it funny. The liberals that were complaining about all these big businesses making all this money now just funneled the billions uh, of dollars over the last seven, eight months, right? While trying to put the little guy out of yeah. business when the little guy was just wanting to do his job I was, and keep his business open. I was screaming about that the other day. It's, it's, it's driving me nuts that we are so, before we were so against Walmart, we were so against Amazon. We, we yeah, wanted- Bezos these, was yeah. uh, the devil. A AOC wanted Bezos and Amazon out of there 
right? She didn't want them to have 25,000 jobs in the middle of Brooklyn. But now all of a sudden, well, lockdowns are more important. Well, guess who gets locked down and guess who stays open? Amazon can stay open. They don't have to lock everything down. They're considered essential. Walmart's considered essential. Home Depot's considered essential. But then all of your small businesses get shut down. So it's it's such a vacuuming up of revenue and profits into yeah. the hands of the bigger corporations. Exactly. Which we're the ones standing there going, no, we want the small guy to succeed. Stop holding the small guy down because that small guy can't compete. They can't, they can't survive this type of thing. Their margins are too thin. You know, Walmart could survive something like this if they weren't increasing their profits by like 75% through the lockdowns. Not only that, being one of the largest distributors of toilet paper yes. and all these other things, right? Oh, I mean, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay. I want to clear something up for you guys because everybody's saying all these evil, wicked people are just hoarding toilet paper. And here we go again with the toilet paper shortage. This is what's happening with toilet paper. When you have a lockdown, people spend more time in their home right now many of you have probably gone to the bathroom in a business is that toilet paper better or worse than your toilet paper at home right right it's sandpaper it's, it's sandpaper it's you are, sandpaper. You are wiping with 200 grit that's right buddy now talk about streakage now this is what's going on the commercial paper is a lower grade, it's mass produced, it's a higher percentage of toilet paper produced. So what happens is when the lockdowns happen, everybody's spending a lot more time at home, they're not going into work, they're not going into businesses, so they're buying up more toilet paper, which is a much smaller percentage of the toilet paper produced. So the toilet paper makers can't keep up because that paper takes a lot more effort and is a lot smaller percentage of the market. So it's not just Aunt Jody's going in and taking in 20 rolls and therefore it's toilet paper shortage. It's not this, this chaos that's happening. It's supply and demand that's going on. And I'm glad you brought it up because this has been driving me nuts. Everybody's freaking out that everybody's just, just evil and greedy. You know, I just, I just have to say this, guys. I just got a picture, and I don't know if you can see it. Uh, a friend of ours that's listening to the podcast right now just basically said this was the message that was brought up on our podcast. Now, if you guys can see that, I don't know if you can. What's it say? Basically, it says, see the results of other election info on the 2020 <laughs> election. Isn't Woo! that amazing? Isn't we it haven't funny? even really talked about it yeah. just yet. Isn't it funny? Isn't that amazing? Stop us from doing it. Seriously? Yep. yep. We're, Seriously. We're disinformation. CNN. Oh, man. To tune into CNN. Or the AP, that's better. The AP has decided that Joe Biden is elected next president. You'll see so that pop up on YouTube. You'll see YouTube actually say the AP has decided. I'm sorry, when did the press decide who the president is? Exactly. Not even their jobs called Electoral College, folks. So just disregard that stuff. But they, they do that because they want to control it's. Conspiracy You're right, Brian. Says Look at this, sound. dude. Control the narrative. Brian just said it's all about control. It's it's unbelievable, dude. This is crazy. It's a crazy narrative what we're living in right now. And and this is supposed to be free. Look again, they're a private platform. What do I care? Right? They're gonna do what they're gonna do. Right? The only way we're gonna overcome this thing is to get out of this, you know, Facebook mess and get into something that will give you yeah. real free speech. Yep. So with that, be sure get on Parler. P A R L E R dot com. Get on BitChute. 
Okay. These are alternative platforms. They're free speech. And I don't care what some guy on MSNBC says about, oh, they, they totally love evil stuff. Man, you didn't care about what Facebook was allowing, but now all of a sudden you care about Parler, right? Get on these alternative platforms. Start giving them a greater share so they have greater dollars to work with to make it a better experience for you. Start supporting content creators like us on these alternate platforms. I'm posting every day on Parler. I'm posting articles. I'm posting quotes, posting opinions, thoughts, pictures, what you have you, videos, right? You can get all kinds of content there. <sighs> Who would have thought, man? Who would have thought? thought? But we're gonna keep going. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. We're we're putting stats till we get shut down. You guys with us? Let's do it. I hear them cheering in the background. Okay, so here's some stats. There's an idea that is going around that Trump had 97,000 votes removed, which is 86% of the votes removed when data was being verified and consolidated. I just want to point out on this. Be careful with this one. Um, the deep statistics behind this are more due to the estimations that were happening based on percentages. So the way the data was pulled in, they make an estimation on percentages and then go back with that. Okay, so it's not something we're going to work on here. Um, and it's not something we're going to trumpet as this is a big issue because when you look deeper into the analytics, it, it evens out of why it happened. What I'm more concerned about is stuff that Giuliani brought up. 700,000 more mail-in ballots were received than mailed out. Interesting how that happens. 30,000 received back on the same day. 20,000 received before they were mailed out. Boy, Massey, you've mm -hmm. seen Back to the Future. I have. You've seen when Doc sends the letter, right? Yeah. Huh. Is that what was going on? Is that how they received it I before it got mailed that's, out? That's what it is. Yeah. It must be. Doc, if you're out there, explain this to us, please. Doc Brown. If people are going to call us conspiracy theorists, <laughs> we might as well go all the way out on let's, it. Let's go. I mean? It's time travel. Let's go now. full on Area yep. 51 here. Yep, yep. Next week, we're having time traveler. He was already here. He'll be here again. And he wasn't here, all in the same quantum loop. So only 8,000 out of the 30,000 dead people yeah. voted by mail. <laughs> <laughs> and a data scientist from Delaware County told that 47 USB cards are missing with 50,000 votes. <laughs> you got to read some of these comments. Oh, First off, Martha said, "Didn't well, this is true. Didn't the scenario uh, nearly happen in 1928? The rules for the Communist Party, fear, divisiveness, protests, etc. Mm -hmm. She said, we're cheering for you. Uh, Todd just basically said, Can Trump, can't Trump use the defense, uh, defense Production Act to force the production of toilet paper? <laughs> Worried and Stewart. <laughs> Get on it, Trump. Our butts need cleaning. <laughs> We're depressed in our houses because we can't clean properly. I was actually looking up mental health statistics since COVID, and it's, uh, it's gone up drastically. Uh, but I can promise you cleanliness has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Japan actually had a like 38% rise in suicides. And, and yeah? What did you was, think was going to happen? Well, I know. And I think it was last year they had had their lowest percentage ever of suicides, and now suddenly it climbed up. But anyways, uh, so Massey... I want you and I to role play on this Let's next part. Whoa, you got whoa, that? Whoa, whoa. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no. Family hey, show. No. Family show. Family show. <laughs> so you want to be Giuliani? I can. Okay. So you're going to be Giuliani. I'll be Waldron. And, and this is a little exchange that happened in the hearing. And I want you to listen to this information. So Massey, when you're ready. Let's do this. All right. I'm Giuliani. Yep. I believe that Greg Stenstrom mentioned earlier, the processing of these ballots through machines 
there is a manufacturer specific rate or specified rate of speed and that number of ballots can image that can image be imaged and processed. These spike anomalies in this chart of Pennsylvania really show where for us to look for forensically. Could you explain at the very beginning what the line means? Biden injection at the very beginning of our chart. So at the very beginning of the chart, they all have where there's a circle that says on election day. What that indicates is there is a spike in loaded votes of 337,000 plus or minus some votes that were added in there in one big batch. So that was an anomaly in the reporting. Normally, you would expect to see a smooth curve going up, not any big, big spikes. That's kind of what Greg was talking about, the anomalies of loading and uploading those votes. So that big spike that occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. And here I am, Mayor Giuliani. <clears throat> and that's 604,000 votes in 90 minutes. Is that right? That's pretty good. Come on, come on. Correct. This is the 337,000 votes in that period of time. Yes. And when you, when you look at this entire curve with all these spikes, can you calculate how much the vote accounted for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to 600,000. I'm good at this. Uh, you are, man. I think our figures were about 570 some odd thousand that all those spikes represented over time for Biden. Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over 3,200. <clears throat> now, just look and go back at your original, your original document, this one paper, pager that they all have mail in ballots counted without being observed. Those are the ballots that we, we are, that those are the ballots we're talking about when we're not observed in Allegan County and in Philadelphia, correct? All 682,000 votes. Now, this is the part in the, that's a mystery. Mailed in ballots sent out were 1,823,000. But when you go to the final count of the vote, there, there are 2,589,000 mail-in ballots. What happened? How do you account for 700,000 mail-in ballots as appeared out of nowhere? As for Sidney Powell, let's quickly discuss the Kraken. Scene. Scene. So, do you notice that? What Giuliani pointed out, 1.8 million okay, were sent out. But when you go to the final count, there are 2.5 million that were counted. How Almost 2.6. Yeah. How do you account for 700,000 mail-in ballots? What happened there? Because we have the numbers on how much you sent out. How is it that all of a sudden, well, we forgot about 700,000 that we happened to mail out? Or somebody was... Yeah, somebody was tampering. Somebody was playing with stuff. So, And according to Giuliani, somebody was messing around. <laughs> So, guys, again, this is what I'm saying. He goes to the Supreme Court because Pennsylvania is doing him a favor. Yeah. The more that they keep rejecting, the higher it's going to go. If yep. he gets to the Supreme Court, he's got a case. He's got a shot. You know what I mean? Because you can't deny this fraud. That no. right there is proof right there. Yep. And nobody can deny it. that happened and in was, many counties. And I was actually reading an article in The Intercept where the author of the article, the journalist, was saying, look, he's got some points about some evidence. Because when, when Giuliani was having his hearing, of course, what were the reporters doing? All talking about how he was, you know, had some hair dye running down his face. They never asked about the evidence. They just assume no evidence, no evidence, yeah. baseless, no evidence whatsoever. And she's like, actually, if you listen to him, there's some good evidence that he's <laughs> yeah, pointing out. Yeah, we're kind of missing some yeah, holes yeah. here somewhere. You know what I mean? Can, can we plug up these holes? <laughs> yeah. So now, I've, like Massey said... Sidney Powell, let's discuss this Kraken because I heard about the Kraken, the Kraken, the Kraken. And then it was kind of like, where'd the Kraken go? <laughs> She's about to get it. Never mind. <laughs> it was a goldfish. That's right. But 
it actually it it was a lot bigger than of course news isn't going to bring it out a whole lot they're not going to talk a whole lot about yeah, they don't it. want to so i i wanted to cover this just to give you an idea okay what is the crack Truth. what's going on here so two lawsuits one in georgia one in michigan so the first one in georgia this is going after governor brian kemp who's a republican yep but you know what if we gotta go after him we go after him Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger in the state election board. Okay, this one mostly dealt with ballot stuffing, improper handling of absentee ballots, and an unwillingness of the election officials to abide by state laws re regarding election integrity. Including the governor. Including the governor. That's again, the stuff they did was against election laws in their state, and they weren't upholding those laws. There's something up. Yep. And this, this complaint... It alleges that the government came into a settlement with Democrat entities, okay? And this settlement was not consistent with the state election codes. So basically what the lawsuit's saying, no, you, you climbed into bed with Democrat entities and you decided to make it a lot more vague in terms of these state laws. And okay, massive laughing. What's I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you like the, the settlement included changing how absentee ballots were handled and the signature verification process, changing it from enforcement to broad discretion. In other words, okay, we're not going to enforce signature verification. It's just going to be your broad discretion on how you handle this. The problem is it changes the code when it's only the state legislature that can change issues. Okay. So Powell's smart on this. She's saying, no, 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 no. Yeah, You've yeah. got to follow the law and you're not following the law. On Boy, this. I wish she would do that with all the presidents too. Oh, no. You know stimulus packages can, can we start doing orders that? anyways I'm can sorry. we start doing that no i'm not sorry they should be doing that go ahead exactly we'll get them um so let's pay attention to this and watch how it goes because i i think paul's got some traction there's some other people who really see this as like no she's, she's got she's, she's, she's got, got something really here. good points here. yeah and and everybody made fun of her everybody oh she's not even part of trump's legal team i think they did that on purpose now, getting into the conspiracy theory, I think they did that on purpose. Separate her out. Let people counter out. Let people think she's off on her own. Let's battle on two fronts. Let's have her do her own thing. We'll do our thing. And that way, they can't they can't read all of us at once, right? And, and she's got some really good stuff going. Now, one thing you won't notice in the Georgia lawsuit, which shows she's very careful about how she's doing this, Dominion Software was only named 58 times. It is not the crux of the Georgia lawsuits. Dominion, she's not paying attention to that in Georgia because there's you you might have some evidence, but you don't have the big honking evidence. Right. You got something else to go after. But let's go to Michigan, where Dominion plays a lot bigger role in this whole thing. So she's in her lawsuit in Michigan. She's calling into uh, question the voting system's integrity, security, and protection. Okay, this system has been plagued with questions for years. Even news outlets like NBC were questioning Dominion Software just a couple of years ago. Yeah, this isn't anything new. No, it's not new. Just all of a sudden, it doesn't matter. You know what else I think? I got to interject. This. No, go for it. Do you know why the news cycle changes so quickly? So we forget what they said. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? No. They'll, they'll, they'll pump information or they'll stay on one topic to make you forget what's really going on, but they consistently change the narrative so that they don't you don't remember what they're saying. Yeah. Yep. Who's gonna who's gonna thumb through all that? Yep. Who's gonna remember all that? They're smart, dude. Yeah. And 
politicians are doing it now too oh my gosh they, they don't care that they're on camera saying things and then saying the opposite two exactly. months later because they know it'll all get washed out pelosi <clears throat> has never fallen because she said one thing and then completely said the opposite in two months later she just doesn't fall because nobody cares well people care but nobody cares enough to really throw her out yeah, i think biden was a prime example of that oh he all the oh, stuff totally all the stuff totally. he said in the past yeah all the stuff he said oh i didn't say that i didn't do that with my son i didn't do this and i can't remember what report i read uh i think it was in the epoch times he basically it was basically said there was a majority overwhelming majority of people would not have voted for biden had they known about the hunter biden scandal oh that's right yeah because it the, the more you know about that family the, the worse it gets and i find it funny too again you circle through they have this big old uh democratic uh debate between all the democratic candidates and they're calling joe out on all of his crap yeah and what's her name uh, kamala uh, harris uh, kamala harris and they just forget about that when they're the nominees and then they make them look like heroes yeah and and harris nails biden on stuff in the debates and then becomes vice president and when she's asked about shit well it's just a debate so either it doesn't matter to you at all or you're purely in it for the game which is it what's going on here exactly um back to dominion software so there were some documents that were found in wikileaks that have outlined several concerns that the u.s state department had with smartmatic who's matched up with dominion is kind of this weird connection between the two um the documents state this smartmatic is a riddle now you're going to hear something that everybody's calling conspiracy theory but these documents are from our own state department in 2006. smartmatic is a riddle the company came out of nowhere to snatch a multi-million dollar contract in an electoral process that ultimately reaffirmed Hugo Chavez's mandate and all but destroyed his political opposition. The perspective we have here after several discussions with Smartmatic is that the company is de facto Venezuelan and operated by Venezuelans. This is where that whole thing comes into yeah, play yeah. of the Venezuelans were part of this whole election process. I'm not saying the Venezuelans had a direct hand in it, what what's being said here is look smartmatic has some very fishy beginnings to it and what was its purpose and i really think there were global interests in the whole Truth. venezuelan election Truth. connected to smartmatic but this continues the perspective we have here after several discussions with smartmatic is that the company is de facto venezuelan operated by venezuelans the identity of smartmatic's true owners remains a mystery this is the state department saying this our best guess is that there are probably several well-known Venezuelan businessmen backing the company who prefer anonymity either because of their political affiliation or perhaps because they manage the interests of senior Venezuelan government officials. Let's go into something deeper on this Dominion stuff. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Gosh, part it's already 744. Holy yeah, smokes. Yeah. That's a lot of info. So man, you can talk a lot, man. Dad, you don't even look, give me a word in edgewise over here. You want to read the IT? No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm totally playing. I'm totally playing because there's a lot to get through. Uh, and we were originally going to do two topics. Aren't you glad we didn't do two oh topics? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got done with this stuff. And, but see, and this is the other thing. He's so thorough that he'll throw everything out there so you can make an informed decision, right? Because we know if there's fraud, we want to know why. Yeah. Right. The problem with most conservatives is it's all I hear. There's a there's a problem. There's, there's fraud. fraud. There's fraud. How do you know that? Well, because that's literally the answers I get. Mm -hmm. If you don't know this stuff, you can't adequately answer. 
because at that point it's just theories there's no fact behind what you're saying yeah. well you can pull out crap like this where it's like look this is fact something went wrong we all know something went wrong do your homework yep we're here to educate people that's why we talk about the law and the constitution that's why when you see uh people say why can bills be passed that are against the constitution yeah because they're destroying article six the only way we're going to rectify that is to make sure that people are in there they they stand for liberty not their own interests mm -hmm. it's the only way you can get this thing done that's why we do this stuff that's why you spend so much time and all the archiving yeah. right because of that so anyway go ahead no I, it, that's exactly right like i i finished this at about 9 a.m i started well, I, I did a couple hours last night. I started again at about six in the morning, finished at nine. The reason I go through all this is because I'm like you guys. It's like I hear fraud, but what actually is the fraud? What's going on here? So it's good to dig and research, and that's why we're giving it to you so you guys know what's going on. That's why he gets the 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 the, the LED light up there. That's why he gets the nice light because he does all the work. I'm just here to talk. I don't I, do anything. I'm holding it. I just show up and talk. <laughs> Pretty much it. He gets the cool signs. You're, you're I get the, a white. I get a. I get a plant. You're the face of the of the podcast. I get a plant. That's what I get. Get stuck in the corner with a plant. <laughs> you need to liven up, mass. You need some oxygen. <laughs> so this this Dominion software. There is an IT worker who has signed an affidavit, and this is part of the lawsuit in Michigan. Signed affidavit, which means legally bound by what they've stated. They're taking an oath. This isn't just, hey, they wrote some things down. When people tell you there's no evidence, I want to ask you this. In a murder case, Massey, yeah. if there are two, three, four, 10, 20, 50 witnesses of the murder, is that considered evidence in a court of law? Yes. Exactly. If they can provide the evidence, yes. If, if, if you have witnesses, they are part of the evidence. Yes. So when people say, no evidence, no evidence, 234 pages of affidavits is evidence. Yeah, fun fact that you uh, a person that uh, is supposed to have two witnesses, two or three witnesses in the court of law, that's biblical. Actually, exactly. In scripture, in Deuteronomy and Exodus. But the Bible so. doesn't say 234 witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> two, three, four. Ah! Ah! Oh, now we're getting into the numbers thing. <laughs> All right, so... This Dominion software IT worker, she was actually on Fox. She had actually made calls to the FBI regarding all of this. And I'm going to read through her interview. So Carone stated in her signed affidavit that the tabulators would jam four to five times an hour. She says this, the computer would put out an error that tells the worker the ballot number that was jammed and gives an option to either discard the batch or continue scanning at which the counter should discard the batch put the issue ballot on top of the batch and rescan the entire batch. Mm. I witnessed countless workers rescanning the batches without discarding them first, which resulted in ballots being counted, get this, four or five times. Mm. At approximately midnight, I was called over to assist one of the counters with a paper jam and noticed his PC had a number of over 400 ballots scanned, which means one batch was counted over eight times. Can I throw something at the liberal? Yes. Wouldn't you want to know that the system is rigged? Especially if it were Trump. Wouldn't you want to know that Biden won fair and square if he did win? Yeah. Wouldn't that comfort you to say, okay, we can believe in America. If you truly believe in his message that he said that night, which I didn't about unity because he called pretty much all Republicans racists and homophobes and xenophobes and anybody that supported Trump was basically the, the worst of the worst. That's basically what he'd been saying for a long time. 
but then he calls for unity. So I didn't believe a thing he said. But if you want to believe what he said, wouldn't you want to know that the election had integrity? So why, why question the fact that we want integrity? Why question it? Matter of fact, why won't you question government? Yeah. They're the ones you should be questioning. If you can't trust a citizen, you're questioning your neighbor. How can you, how can you trust government when they're full of your neighbor? You should all the more question government. That's why we talk about liberty so much. Liberty is at stake here, folks. It's not your precious Republican Party, not your precious Democratic Party. Sorry, guys, not your precious uh, president. It's liberty that's at stake here because any party can destroy liberty, dude, because it's a good idea or because of fear. And that's what scares me here. Wouldn't you want this to be brought out in the open? If he truly won, good. But at least we know then that the election has integrity. But if, it's, if it doesn't, doesn't that scare you? Doesn't that worry you? You're the one that'll suffer in the end. They're living high on the hog right now. You're mm -hmm. not, most of you. You're not living like them. And they sit up there and get everything exempted, including parking tickets, including speeding tickets. They have something called congressional immunity. Did you know that? Yep. And they can get away with everything. Wouldn't you want to know that Congress is doing something wrong or elections are wrong? Wouldn't you want to know that so we can correct it and rectify it and fix it? Just saying. Absolutely. She continues. This happened countless times while I was at the TCF Center. I confronted my manager and co-owner co of the IT company, Nick, saying how big of a problem this was. Nick told me he didn't want to hear that we have a big problem. Oh. He told me we are here to do assist with IT work, not to run their election. When a worker had a ballot that they either could not read or it had something spilled on it, they would go to a table that had blank ballots on it and fill it out, the IT contractor explains. They were supposed to be filling them out exactly like the one they had received, but this was not the case at all. The workers would also sign the name of the person that the ballot belonged to, which is clearly illegal. From my understanding, there's supposed to be a Republican and Democrat judging these ballots. I overheard numerous workers talking during shift change in which over 20 machines had two Democrats judging the mm. ballots, resulting in an unfair process. Oh. So if you have a problem with this, you got to take it up with her, not with me. Right. Because this is her signed affidavit. So let's go to slide five. These are other affidavits. And we're just going to quick pop through these two slides. So we got slide five. So some of the... the uh, Accusations, different watermarks on ballots, getting ballots with gray boxes instead of the actual watermark and being told, well, that was just used in a different printer. Yeah, Bro. it probably was at like Office Max or something. Ballots having Biden on them and nothing else. Uh, slide six, ballot stacks having 100% Biden votes, no authentication process observed and hostility towards Republican poll observers, but not Democrat observers. I mean, the whole Biden thing, though, the second one, I got to be honest with you, from what I know about people, <laughs> a lot of people weren't paying attention to local politics. You know That's what I mean? True. So they weren't really, they don't, most people, if you were to go ask them who your governor is, a lot of, a lot people, of people won't, don't know. They, they won't know. And it's not, I, I don't have any less hope for that. Okay. Are we done with that? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me just say this to you guys. Okay. I love this podcast. I love what we do here at Self-Evident. And if you've been supporting us and you haven't supported us yet, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for tuning into the show. Thank you for what your prayers mean to us. I mean, it means everything to us because guess what? We've been going into uh, some, some areas for a long time, preaching, preaching a message of liberty and hope and, and Christ. And the whole idea is God is on the throne. We know that, right? But I'm just going to say this from the onset. 
the reason that we do this is because no matter who won, we still have to educate. We still have to go out there and, and, and win the day by by preaching and ministering and going out there and being the example and being disciples and discipling others. To me, this isn't just about an election. This is about a way of life right now. This is about liberty. I'll say it again. This is about America's way of life, that we don't find this kind of a system in any other country out there right now. That's what's at stake here. This isn't a scare tactic. This is just true. These people for a long time, these politicians have done this to us for years where they've circumnavigated the people and put their own interests above everybody else because they said, we elected you. No, no, no. We elected you to uphold the Constitution, not to do what you wanted to do. That's the difference here, okay? Why we do this show is because it's important for us to get the, the, the stuff out there, right? But for me, I don't really care if the show existed. I would still go out there and minister to people and educate people and do Constitution courses and make sure that people know about America and its founding because we can't have a nation outside of God and prayer. There's no way. There's no way we could have a nation outside of a Savior. That's just not going to happen. Look what's happening now. We keep forgetting the Savior. Look what's been happening. Yeah, and one of the things that we're doing here is we have to realize that if we let this slip now, we never get it back. 100%. Once this slips out of having an election with integrity, which America is one of the few countries in the world, right? There's only a select number of countries in the world that have a free and fair election. So many elections are just crippled, crippled, with stealing and voter fraud and this, how is it that Hugo Chavez gets 98% of the vote, right? That doesn't happen in America. But if we let this slip, if we decide we're not going to pursue this, we're not going to make sure this was this was a free and fair election, what ends up happening is you never get it back. Seriously. Go ahead. We, I mean, go ahead. We, we are on the cusp, on the cusp. And I am not being extreme or conspiracy it's not. theory. This is just true. If you study history and you actually look at all of the history of nations and civilizations, once this slips, we do not get it back. We cannot get it back without the complete utter destruction into ashes and a rebuilding of a new civilization, right? Once we let this go, which a lot of us already say, man, this is so close to Banana Republic. This would be the final nail in the coffin. If this happens, if it's truly fraud, right? All I'm saying is let it go through and let us figure out if there was fraud, which I think there was. If, if we don't go through all of this, if we don't source out every little piece and make sure this was free and fair, we've lost it. But not we only that, never get it back. Not only that, you'll regret you never did. Yes. You'll regret one day saying, man, I wish we would have. We could have. Dude, I'm serious. You know when I meet Christians and they say, man, I should have witnessed to that guy. Man, the Holy Spirit told me to go talk to that person. Or man, I wish I'd have said this, or I wish I'd have done that. People, when they get older, you know what their number one regret is? I wish I had more time, right? You don't want to do that in life. We've been given the Holy Spirit for a reason, to make sure that things are fair. This isn't the first time an election's been contested. This no, isn't the first time. No. And it, you know what? Won't be the last. Thank God. Because again, um, a government should always be questioned, especially an earthly government, because they're mere men. Don't you think corruption, anybody who's a Democrat or Republican knows corruption exists in government. If that's true, then question it all the more. Uh huh. And we as Christians, we should care about justice, right? We should care about honor. We should care about honesty. We should care about truth in the system. If we're not defending that, 
what we're actually doing is allowing wickedness to reign supreme. 100%. Is that a Christian ethic to allow wickedness to reign supreme when you could have done something about it? Or is it more righteous to defend the defenseless, to uphold righteousness, to defend honesty and truth and justice? Which is it? You can't just sit on the sidelines and say, well, you know, wicked men, they'll do what they do. Dude, dude. That, that's a total cop out. You're, you're giving in, right? Totally. If, if this goes all the way through and there was fraud and then they still come back and say, we saw the fraud, but the fraud wasn't enough to change the election. Biden still won fair and square. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. We need to change the system. We need to change the system, right? right? I think too, like if you think about it, the Bible says in Proverbs, that that when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Amen. But the when the wicked are in authority, the people mourn. Sin is a reproach to any nation, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. I don't want that anymore, right? And we can't keep talking about politics as if politics is the answer. It's legit Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It's legit the Holy Spirit and God. God has to show up on the scene now. Seriously, right? This is why it's so critical for us to do this. This is why, and you know what? We're going to start every show. We're actually going to start this next week. We're going to start off with a scripture, a verse, right? And we're going to start off with a founder quote. And I want to do that from now on. Here's why. Because you're going to see the correlation of both. Natural men using God's word or God's inspiration as to why we do this, right? So why am I talking about this? Because you know what? We want to keep going out there. 2021 is a full plate, guys. We just released our newsletter uh, last week. So if you guys want to sign up for the newsletter to see our 2021 vision, go to theselfevidenttruth.com or 1776truth.store. Sign up for our monthly newsletter, guys. It's awesome. Guys, in 2021, we're going to start prepping to go to each city that was a founding city like Philadelphia, Boston, New York. And we're going to go out there and give the Christian perspective, the godly perspective, the constitutional perspective on what happened in these cities. Because when they're doing tours, it's all secular now. Mm -hmm. They don't even want you to mention God. That's just one piece. It's, we're still going into schools. We're still going to go do these conventions and tours. We're still going to go do what we do. Mike's coming on full time. We're bringing on another person right now. We're bringing on a bookkeeper because we need help right? God is faithful to us and he'll continue to do it, but we need your help. We totally do. And it's not just finances. We need you guys to intercede and pray with us, man. We, we need you guys to like help us fast and pray because guys, there's seriously spiritual wickedness out there. Mm -hmm. And if you think we can overcome this by an election, you're crazy. Has nothing to do with that. It's spiritual wickedness, man. That's what's happening here. I'm not ignorant of that, right? That's why wickedness reigns because we just didn't. But here we are. That's not doom and gloom. That's hope. Hope is doing something with the truth you've been given. I heard that saying a long time ago, and it always worked for me. Yeah. Anytime I heard the truth, you know what? I'm going to act on that. That's hope. Because someone caught it and said, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to run for public office. You know what? I'm going to call my representatives and say, what the heck is going on? Uh, VP Mike Pence has remained silent through all this. Why? Why? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Why aren't we out there banging a drum if something's wrong? Right? Because it's our job. It's our country. Thomas Jefferson said eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. This is why I like podcasts. You know why? Because I just get to vent and be right. <laughs> be right about it. The bottom line is I don't speak for the founders. They spoke for themselves. I'm just revealing truth. I don't speak for scripture. The, speakers, uh, the scripture speaks for itself. So does the spirit. And you do your own homework and research. I'm not right. That The spirit is right. I'm not right. I'm just letting you know what the founders said. That's all. And the Constitution needs to be at the forefront in this nation. So does Scripture in, in, in the churches, in the spirit. See? And so it's not just we like doing this because it's a great, you know what? It's, se it's 7 o'clock on a Saturday. No. We have a job to do, man. Mm -hmm. And we can do this. We can do this.
And when you, when you understand a greater meaning and a greater purpose, it motivates you to go through the obstacles and the struggles that you have. When you actually capture that purpose and you capture that deeper meaning, right? You start moving forward because that's where you need to get going. It's much harder to do it for yourself, right? You have some type of goal in mind. It's just for yourself. You're not going to motivate all the way through. And if you do, you're going to be struggling against the mud the whole time. When you actually attach to a greater purpose, a greater meaning, which innately in all of us is to do a good for others, to do a greater good, right? Yeah. When, when you align with Christ and you follow Christ, he starts to give you those desires. He starts to give you of like, what can I do that's more? What can I do that's greater? And that motivates you and that pushes you and that urges you on. And I hear so many Christians going, I just don't know what my calling is. But you know what's beautiful? The fact that you're asking. Yep. Because you have that part in you that desires to have a calling, which means that you are meant to have a calling. C.S. Lewis uses this argument. Look, the desire in you means that there's a necessity there. It means, hey, there's probably something in you that that exists for, right? So start praying about your calling. We have some people who have started to move forward and they're getting active dude, and they're like, seriously. I need to do something. I need That's to do awesome. something. It's right? pretty awesome, dude. And, and we want them to go further. And I want all of you to go further. I want all of you to find your meaning, your purpose, what God yes. has planted in you to do. And that may be something as simple as taking a broom and brushing and the, off somebody's dude, sidewalk every and the, week. And the testimonies that you get out of it. Like you think, man, Lord, are we doing the right thing? And then someone will message you on Facebook. And it blows you away because it's yeah. like you you didn't do anything except be faithful to deliver the truth. And then they're like, you changed my life. Like I was a, I was a lukewarm Christian until this. You know, now I'm like, I'm active about my faith and I want to see God reign. You know what I mean? Or man, you helped. You gave me a word and it helped my marriage. Or something like that. You just find your calling. You find yeah. your role and you plow it and you go for it, right? And you live it out. And you see people change. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Nothing, right? It's like God is glorified through what he's put in you. He created you for a reason. There's a destiny inside of you. I hate that word. It's so overused. But he's, there, there's, a, there's a purpose for your life that he made you for. Whether it's being a parent, whether it's being a business owner, something. He's created you for something. Right, He created us for this moment. Mm -hmm. I believe that. I believe the red wave coming is what's coming after this, these election results. I believe that's what's coming. A lot of the prophets are saying the red wave. I believe it's after all this stuff. Yeah. That's what I, I believe. Too. I really do because Biden wins. Oh, dude, it's over. Game, I promise you, you're going to see the, the red wave come. Yep. Trump wins. You're going to see it come in a different way. Yep. You're going to be like, okay, now we got to keep the foot on the gas. Let's keep moving forward, right? Because so, of how close we can. Exactly. So I, I believe there's a lot of stuff going on. Listen. Go to 1776truth.store. Do me a favor. Go on there. You want to support us? Get something. Get a t-shirt. Get a sweatshirt. Get a, get a hat or something. Become a monthly sponsor. We need your help. We do. I'm not even afraid to ask you. Carrie and I are going to do something for Giving Tuesday. She doesn't know this, but I just voluntold her to do it. So we're going to go on live, and we're going to show you guys our needs. We're going to say, hey, we need your help. We need a lot of help right now. But guess what? God's faithful. He is totally faithful to me, and he's done it since day one. And I know we're on the right track because souls are at stake in this nation. I cannot see God telling me, don't do that. Because we're in the right lane right now, right? And we're setting up things for our future. God's good, man. The, the Slowly but surely, you and I have been talking about this. As a team, we've talked about this. Christians here, he's setting up things for the future. Yeah. So I know where this is going now. God is good, dude. He's faithful. 
get online and help us. Get online and be a prayer warrior for us. You know what? I, I also want to call this out to you guys. If, if any one of the listeners want to help us and volunteer for this, we want to put on a monthly day of prayer and fasting. And we want you guys to go on our Facebook. If you guys want to volunteer, please message me later on. We'll let you take our Twitter handle, or I'm sorry, our Facebook handle and our, and our, and our um, Instagram handle. And we, you can call for prayer once a month and we'll have everybody come on live and pray with you. We need someone to take that on because we're just taking on too much, mm -hmm. but it's been on my heart for a long time. I think that's a big part of who we are. And I think we need to do that again. Carrie actually had that idea two years ago and, and, and we just, it, it didn't materialize. We just yeah. had a lot going on. I really want that to be a part, but you know what the Lord put on my heart was put it in someone else's hands. Let, let someone else step up and do it. Praise God. And that's what we're going to do. So if you guys want to do that, please message us. We would love to have you do that again, guys. If you go to the self truth.com, you can find out more information about what we're doing. Um, and again, thank you for everything. Thank you for listening yeah. to us. Thank you for all the shares. Thank you for telling us where you're from. Thank you for expanding us. Guys, if you're from a different state, get us in events. We, we will go anywhere. I've been anywhere to do these events. So it doesn't matter to us. We'll go out and speak. Mike's coming on next year to speak as well. So it's going to be really exciting. So guys, we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Tuesday, we're going to have a special podcast. We're going to have a guy called, uh, from, from uh, Instagram called Sons of History. And he's amazing, dude. Young guy like us. But, dude, he's he's full of knowledge, and it's good stuff. So Tuesday night at 7, I believe 7 or 8, I'll, I'll give you guys the details. We'll put it on Facebook. I think it was 7 or 8. I, I'm the one who set it up, which obviously I'm not good with details, <laughs> right? But it's 7 or 8. Uh, it's going to be a special podcast. It's going to be fun. We love you guys. Hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Now it can now be Christmas. Now we could actually put now that on our show, Kristen. Yes. Now we need to have that kind of music. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Tuesday. All right. We love you guys. Take care.